Okay, we are live. Oh my God, we're back. Hey guys. Welcome back, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, yeah. um, you're here, guys. You're listening to Life of Love. Here with you is Chris and Vic. I'm Chris. I'm Vic. And we're here with our friend. It's been a long time. It's been a while. Uh, we're here with our good friend, Sean Smoke Jones. What's happening? What's happening? So we're... Um, Author, huh? Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Uh, we're here. You know, we're fresh. <laughs> we're independent now. We've got a new style, a new flair, a new look, a new life. Okay? So glad you guys are here. Glad you're with us. And hopefully you'll be with us, you know, continuing. There's lots. We're streaming everywhere. There's lots of episodes to listen to. Catch up. Uh, if you want to hear Sean prior to this broadcast, you can listen to one of our streamings of what well, we have Sean. Sean came on for Think Like a Man. And then, did you come on again? Yeah. Um, Double standards. Yeah, double standards. Oh yeah, all the double mm-hmm. standards. Yes. So mm-hmm. all those episodes are great. So you can just go back and get. You're gonna get a little sample. Um, but Sean has written this awesome book. So you say you want to start dating, which we're talking about now. Hello, if you're there, oh. comment if you like. And so, uh, when did you write this book? A year ago. Uh, no, I wrote it. I think I published. I started writing about a year ago, and I finished it somewhere in uh, February. Okay. Wow. I mean, what did that take? I mean, what did that take from you? That's some. That's a commitment. Um, writing comes naturally for me. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a gift I have. I, oh. I could actually, I could have actually written a book in like two or three months, but in the process of writing, what I found out is, is that normal? You you don't want to just put stuff out to fill up a chapter. You don't want to just say anything just to be saying something. Mm -hmm. I wanted all the chapters to have like some type of legit content. I wanted to have a chapter to have some substance to it. I would take really long breaks in between and I would converse with people almost like in an interview form. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I would uh, engage in more experiences with dating. And of course, it would give me more to talk about. So instead of just trying to pop one out like it was a baby of some sort, I just took my time with it and like, you know what, I want to make sure if I'm going to push this product out to the public, it's going to be something everybody can relate to. Yeah. So this is really from your, from your personal dating experience solely or majority? It was a combination okay. of things. Um, my dating experience, having conversations with females and males alike, um, and mm-hmm. the, the hard part about that is there's three sides of every story, mine, yours, and truth. So right. being able to gather what I can from people right. and try to find the in-between of it and at the same time mm-hmm. give you my experiences in the book, it was a combination of a lot of different people, a lot of different walks of life, a lot of different age range, ranges, a lot of different backgrounds. Right. And so... So why should people listen to your advice, you feel? in this book because number one i think i have a fair amount of experience in it and number two i'm unbiased um if you read the book i'm not taking the side of men nor am i taking the side of women 
Uh, I'm looking yeah. at this from from a spectrum of, you know right. how to say the outside looking in, and it's you that's mm-hmm. that's usually taken in a negative connotation. But if you're on the outside looking in, you probably can't hear everything, but you still see everything. Versus mm-hmm. the person who's on the inside, they can hear everything, but they can't see everything. Almost as if you right. have a bird's eye view, being able to see things right. and be able to assess from a different angle and be fair at the same time. I think I present something, or I think I'm the. The goal of it was to help people get out of their own way. Being able to apply mm-hmm. what I know to real life situations and being able to convey a message that I think the masses could, could receive. That's why you should listen to me. That's why you should read that book because I'm not coming and I'm not coming from a space of negativity. I'm not coming from a space of, I know it all. I'm coming from a space of, we all need help. So mm. this may not answer all of your questions, okay. but I guarantee it will answer and help you in some area. Some form of fashion. Okay. Right. So no Kevin Samuels. <laughs> no Kevin I, Samuels. I, have, listen, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of Kevin Samuel, Samuels in me, but I left him out for, mm. the, <laughs> for the purposes of that book. I left him out. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of Kevin Samuels in me. Okay. Right. That was a lot. I didn't, mm, I feel okay. like I, I feel like I remember seeing that guy, but I don't. Yeah, I, if yeah. for people who've heard our podcast when it was me, Too Cold, Coop, and all that, yeah. money, I got a lot of hate mail because I share a lot of the same views as Mr. Samuel. So I just let that person really? know. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Bring back the truth. It's on. It's just on the hiatus. We're coming back. It's just on the hiatus. We're oh, good. Back. Oh, God. I'm glad to hear that because y'all was oh, pretty much the only I, other I podcast I would listen to. Yeah. Yeah, I love Thank that. you. I really appreciate that support, but yeah, we're, we're coming back. Okay, good. Glad to hear that. Okay. So, have they read the book? Have the guys read the book? Yeah, they read it. Um, I don't, as a matter of fact, you know, people who know you support you, and you know, you have to make sure you're getting yeah. the brute. I want you to be brutally honest with me. And I know I can trust those guys to be honest with me. Um, too cold is who I've probably conversed with the most about the book and his opinion of it. And he and I have a lot of the same views. So I expected okay. to, I expected him, I guess, to agree more or less, but he's honest, you know, if he's anything okay. else, he's honest. So when he and I talk about it again, since we share a lot of the same views, he agrees with what, most of what he read. And so when you're say like, cause the, the book is like, so you say you want to start dating, like, is that a question? Yeah. yeah so, so what? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so you, 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 so you really think you want to start doing this? You uh-huh. really think you want to start dating? Because if you want to start dating, that means you've been away from it for a time period or two, right? So right. If you've been away from it. Uh, what I found out when I started dating, which was four years ago, is this isn't how I left it. This isn't how I remembered it. And, you know, having an engagement with this lady, engaging with that lady, conversing with this cat, conversing with mm-hmm. that cat, find <laughs> out that it's vastly different from what I knew six or seven years ago. So right. um, I when I think you need to be prepared for what it is. If you've been away from it, like you've been in a, in a relationship, you've been married, or if you just have disconnected from the entire world and just said, I'm done with dating. If you want to get back into this, that's the question. So you say you want to start dating? Then you have to read this book. Yeah. 
But what does that mean when you say like ready? Because you say like if you're not ready for whatever reason, then don't start dating. Ready meaning like what? Okay, so in the eight chapters in the book, I cover eight different topics. Mm -hmm. People think Mm -hmm. they're ready for stuff in life, and they really aren't. Right? Like um, I've talked to people who think they're ready for a European luxurious style car until you have to keep up the maintenance on that motherfucker. Yep. That's right. a whole nother yep. ball game. You, you, you love the way it looks and the way it rides, but are you really ready for this car? The idea right. of dating is cool when you see social media people you follow and they're in relationships mm-hmm. and you're talking to your friends yeah. and only telling your ass the good side of dating. You think you're ready for it. <laughs> you probably don't even know what the hell dating consists of now in 2021. You probably don't even know the definition wow. of it. You that don't part. have... Yeah, I kind right. of I call it the full I call the book the full body of armor. If you follow that book, you can't go wrong. Now you, you're gonna mm-hmm. do things your wrong way, you're gonna deviate from it, that's fine. You're gonna add your own little twist and things. I get that mm-hmm. you're your own person. But if you take what I'm telling you in that book, there's no way in hell you can be screwed in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in the book you say there's no days off in dating. Right. There are no days off, you yeah, say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Even to like parents. Right. You 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 think you want to start dating until you realize there are really no days off. If you want to be efficient at this, if you want to get if you want to maximize it, there are really no days off. You 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 get off into it thinking that you can invest the, the amount of time that you want to invest in it. And hell, that may work out for you. It probably worked out mm-hmm. for you in the past. But mm-hmm. again, here we are in 2021. With how you left dating, whatever you left it, it's not the same now. So you need to make sure you're asking yourself the probing, the proper probing questions yourself, not somebody else, but yourself. Am I really, am, am I in a good place emotionally? Am I in a good place spiritually, physically, financially? There are questions you have to ask yourself before you dive back into this. Because if, right. you, if, if you allow it, you'll be engulfed in what dating is and you don't want to do that. They're definitely to control you. Right. And that's so how what, do you that's feel about, sorry. Go ahead. How, how do you feel about people who say like they're not ready for a relationship, but they are dating? I'm fine with those people as long as they're understanding what they're doing. They're dating for sport, not for purpose. And I outlined in the first chapter, mm-hmm. uh, which is really the definition of dating. Yeah. Make sure you're, um, I outlined that in a few chapters, as a matter of fact, but make sure you're stating your purpose. Um, you don't want to get yes. any wires crossed there because I've been a part of, you know, there's mm-hmm. a disconnect in what you're trying to do and what I'm trying to accomplish. I'm probably just here for a good time, not a long time. And you may have the exact opposite of what I'm doing, right? <laughs> right. And that, that shit causes problems. Mm-hmm. Like you're not on the same page and you know, people lie. Um, you have to do your people diligence lie. to right, make course. sure you're trying to weed out the truth on people, you know, whatever, whatever. But um if you're just dating mm-hmm. casually if you're just dating for sport you definitely need to stay that going in and don't just let that person assume and also don't you assume so at what point should people have that conversation do you think that's the first day conversation um okay. so i agree um you hey how you doing i'm bob you want to go out for dinner sure you and bob go out for dinner okay so are you dating actively yeah, I am. Okay, define dating for me. Okay, so as we get to know each other, what is your purpose? You, people, 
because you can right. date for sport and end up meeting somebody who you connect with really well and that changes your tune you mm-hmm. end up dating for purpose with that person right some people date they don't date exclusively you dig they get off into it and they date whoever they date which i think is probably smart because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket but you the definition of what you're doing definitely needs to be discussed because if you don't you're setting yourself up for a letdown potentially okay all right yeah and i feel like i'm i'm a type of person that i don't like to do things just willy-nilly and just be out here um Mm -hmm. i'm a prepared type of person like let's prepare let's prepare so so you're saying to me that I should be prepared in more ways than one, not just financially, because yeah. yes, you you gonna have to spend some coins, okay, if you're dating. Let's right. and right. I, and that should be both ways, okay. It should just be the man spending the money, but you know you need to be mentally, emotionally, right. You, you know the preparation piece of it is the biggest key because you don't just get off into anything unprepared. At least I wouldn't advise you to do that. Right. So you need to make sure that. I, I, I discussed this in the book, like, let's just say you got out of a difficult relationship and you were heartbroken. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You think you're ready to get back out there and start dating, but you're still hurt. You're still broken. You're going to end up wasting right. somebody's time. And I don't know about anybody else on the planet, but time is the most valuable resource I can give you because I can't give it back. Can't get if it back. you waste my time, right. I'm going to be super pissed. So in that regard... Uh-huh. You need to make sure you're really ready to do this. Have you have you been honest with yourself? I talk about that in the chapter of self-worth. You need to do an yep. assessment of self. You know what I'm saying? And then part of doing an assessment of self is making sure that, hey, I really want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Not that and outside of I want to do it, I'm ready to. You, you define what ready is yourself. Right. Yeah, because I feel that. I don't feel that I'm ready to date. Like, somebody asked me today, like, oh, are you dating or who are you dating? And I was like, nope, I'm happily single. Thank you. Um, Because I I know I have a lot to give, but that don't mean that people are ready to receive what I have to give. And then I'm ready to give it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Because we got to be picky and choosy out here with who you give your energy to, who you give your time to. Um, Because a lot of people are out here dating for sport, and I just don't have that kind of energy. You know, I mean, I guess it's nice to have somebody buying you dinner every night of the week. But you still got to come with some conversation. I mean, you still got to be there and be present and, like, give this person a reason to continue buying you food. I mean, you know what I mean? You you, you think that's how a person would think. Yeah, I mean, that that would be nice, but I, I don't think that happens a lot. I think when, mm-hmm. when I started dating, um, I had a perception of what I thought it would be. I thought I was ready and I probably wasn't. I've since then changed my ideology behind, you know, how I'm doing things, how I move and things of that nature. All of that happened as I experienced this trash ass person. I mm. this trash ass person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, I ended up meeting women who just fucking sucked. Damn. For lack of a better term. And shit it made me hit the reset well it made me hit the pause button like hey maybe you need to rethink your um maybe you need to rethink how you're going into this maybe you need to rethink your strategy because you i i spent a lot of time and i don't hate saying i waste time i really yeah. hate saying that because i learned lessons and if right. you learn something you wasted nothing 
So that's true. The lessons I learned were taxing. Yeah. That shit was getting to where it was putting a really solid taste in my mouth about women. And in the process of it, you know, you don't want to bring negative energy or bad energy from somebody else into the next dating ship or the next situation ship. So it hit right. maybe hit the pause button and reassess what I was doing. What are your thoughts on conversations about exes? Because I know like when you're dating, um, because I know I've I've heard a lot of people say, you know, nobody wants to hear you trashing your ex. You know, nobody wants to hear my ex is crazy because you were with them. So does that make you crazy? You know what I mean? Like they obviously weren't crazy when you met them or when you started dating them. Otherwise you wouldn't have. Um, and a lot of people just say that you shouldn't even bring up your ex. But I feel like I want to bring up things to as information not necessarily to trash the ex, but to be like, well, in my last relationship, but even that, that phrase sounds bad to people, I guess. Like if you're constantly talking about your last relationship. That means you're not over it. But does it? I mean, I'm just trying to inform you of what was going on the last time I was in a relationship that maybe went right or went wrong instead of you guessing. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like it's always a comparison. It's more like I'm, it's informational sometimes. I think there's levels to that. Like, I think if someone's trashing their ex, then they probably still harbor feelings, but letting somebody know like the things that you went through and the things you would not like to go through again. I think that's one thing, but I think it's a whole other thing to like get into like the history of your relationship, you know, talking shit about your, you know, your ex and things like that. I think that that means you harbor feelings. That's me. I don't know about you, Sean, but. I want to hear everything you have to say about your ex. Me too. You want to say it. And me too. The reason being is like, well, when I'm dating somebody, first day question, second day question, I end up asking this question as early as I can. Tell me three things people don't like about you. Hmm. I want to hear oh, you like talk that. about like your that. ex. I want to hear you talk about your ex because I want to see if at any point are you going to insert ownership. Relationships. Exactly. Right? Accountability, right? Yeah. I want to see if you're going to hold yourself accountable at any point in this because my mother told me this a long time ago. If you sit down and tell somebody all your problems and make it seem like all of that shit is somebody else's fault, they're going to think you're fucking crazy. Yes. So mm-hmm. if each time you talk to me about your ex and I'm going to be attentive, I'm going to be listening, I'm going to ask questions, I want you to bear your soul to me about that last relationship because that's going to tell me a whole lot about you. A person You want someone to hang themselves. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really But it is going to tell you some stuff. It's going to tell me a lot. It's going to tell me because one thing you can't do in a relationship is get off into it with somebody who doesn't like be held accountable. Because you don't Mm -hmm. really, when the person doesn't want to be held accountable, issues don't get resolved. If issues don't get resolved, then those those things lay dormant and they just resurface. Don't really resolve anything. And if I'm talking to you and everything was that person's fault, you aren't perfect. I've been in a relationship. Right. I know exactly what my shortcomings were. And right. I don't, I don't actually, I don't spend a lot of time talking about my ex unless you ask questions. Mm-hmm. I don't just come out because at the end of the day, she wasn't a bad woman. She just wasn't a woman for me. She had her issues and so did I. Right. But right. It, if you look, like, think about it. 
like I said, there are three sides to every story. The reason why there are three sides is you're going to omit what you choose to omit, and you're going to put an emphasis on what you choose to put emphasis on. The other person can tell the same goddamn story and it'll sound completely different whether they uh, Mm. embellish or not. You dig? If I'm listening to you bury your soul to me about, I mean, every time about what that motherfucker did wrong, what the hell did that say about you? Right. Even if if everything was your fault, you mean, I'm sorry, even if everything was the other person's fault, how long did you stick around for that? What the hell did that say about you truly? Well, it, it never is. It, it's never just one person's fault right. for the most part. Um, but I think that people just, people forget that, you know, that there are two people in a relationship and that nobody's fucking perfect. I just think that people, accountability is such a big thing. And I think even when you think about like, you know, like going into relationships, people's like friends and families, of course, they're going to ride for, you know what I'm saying, like their person. But it's like, you are, you totally forget that this person is not perfect. Do you know this motherfucker and you know that they're not? And they have, you know, absolutely more than likely have done things in the relationship that maybe, you know, make this person act like this or or, or whatever. I don't know. But um there are two people here and uh, you uh, right. you definitely you had to have done, you know. Right. <laughs> you, you had to have here done something and, here. Uh, Right. Oh, GH still wants to come on. We'll get you, GH. We're we'll gonna get yeah, to yeah. you. Okay. You're, you're on our list. I love you. GH. We love you. We love you. Um, <laughs> ask some questions, nigga. Um, <laughs> so, okay, that's cool. That's cool, and that makes sense to me. Like talking about the exes because I don't. I, my friends, my my like true friends, know the grudges of the exes. Like we know each other's ex stories and the grudges to hold and stuff but when you're meeting somebody new it's hard that's another reason why i like to date people that i already know like they already know my tragedy so i don't have to maybe they don't maybe they need some more information but i don't have to bring out this story because but you can know too much you can't know too much um that's that's why it's a fine line with the whole x thing because you can absolutely know too much and that shit can play a part i mean you should only be asking questions you're willing you want to know the answer to because like if you you ask me how big his dick is compared to yours now you want to know the answer to that they want to know i don't think you do wait 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 wait. so me and actually I don't know. Do they? I'm just. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just. They saying. do. They do. Generally, they want to. They want to. They want. They, they. Some men are a little competitive, and they want to. They want to know yeah, who's like, better like, or the, the, whatever. That falls under competition. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, the competition. Me, you said. They I ain't never asked nobody huh? no shit like that. Good, uh, and you shouldn't. <laughs> Because that's none of your, that's not an, any of your concern, you know what I mean? I'm with you now, okay? Maybe, you're, maybe your penis is smaller, but I like it better, okay? I'm here with you. Right. And that could be true. So, right. you know, that's what I mean when I say ask questions you want to know the answer to. Because some of these people, you ask a question and now you're about to get the answer. Yeah, I think people want to know, but they're just hoping that the answer is in their favor. There you go. Yeah. If your ego, if your ego needs to be stroked that goddamn much, you need to do something internally to fix that shit. <laughs> 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 
And for real though. Absolutely. If I gotta act about another man dick to help stroke my ego, I think I got some problems. <laughs> Should I need to work out? I think, but I think that um, because I think a lot of men are still under the notion that like you know that big dick is like all that matters, and that's not true. I think a lot of men don't do that. If 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 men think that, why do men think that? Say that one more time. If men really truly think that, why do men think that? They can come up with that with that by themselves. Why do men think that? I don't know. Because of women talking to their girlfriend, like, oh, girl, he got the biggest thing. You know, it's it really it it's very juvenile. Okay, it it goes back to way before we even start having sex that we talking about this kind of stuff, right? We was, we was, we was like talking about sizes when we hadn't even had one, you know, a P and the V, and like, like, like we're already we're already before we even lose our virginity we're already expecting a big dick or something like that's just going to be satisfying when that's the worst thing you could encounter as a female on your first time is like some huge penis so there's a what's the opposite of a stigma a rumor um uh shit a misunderstanding Conception, yeah, a, a disconnect, yeah, yeah, a disconnect, a misconceptualizing of yeah. big P because just because it's big, don't mean you know what you're doing with it yeah. or that it works. Yeah. And that's a whole other chapter of your book. That's the chapter you should write about, Sean. Is that you know, it's not all about the P. I, I, Sometimes the P stands for personality. In that case, it is all about the P. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different P. Yeah. So that's fine. Let me go back. Speaking to of story. drilling. Huh? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I hear it. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> um, so you're saying in the book also that um, I, what I really like about your book is that your humor is is all over the pages. See, I it's told very, you. Yes. Yeah, it's very, it's very you. And I feel like even if I didn't know you, I would yes. be like, this mother, this dude is funny. Like, right. you're really talking Thanks to me crazy. Noticing. But I Thanks like it. Appreciate, um, it. appreciate you for noticing. Yes. <laughs> you know what was funny was the part where you're talking about um, how there's no days off in dating. And you're talking about, like, uh, ruling in parents. And you're like, you go to the store for Ben and Jerry's. You have a one Nike slide and one Adidas. Oh, yeah. and, and That's what I'm looking at. Right. And he was like, no, sir, you are not fine. <laughs> Listen, like, I man. Read, I, I, you I have, read that in your voice. Yeah. The physical not, appearance thing is very good. I'm not saying you have to look like you're fresh out of the magazine or Walmart, but at the very least, you should look presentable. You know, and I've been in a situation a time or two where I couldn't do nothing to let her walk, let her walk by me because the way I look <laughs> and or smell wasn't going to embarrass my oh, goddamn self and set myself up like that. I mean, it's like you probably just coming from playing ball or working. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You're not, everybody's entitled to a tart date. Goddamn. <laughs> I mean, but I guess that's what you mean. That's what you mean when you say uh, that women have standards and respect them. Right. You can't just expect them to accept anything that just dumped out of a fucking trash can. That's not fair. Right. Yeah. Yes, that is true. That's very true. So, yes. I keep tons of breath, mint, and gum in my car. 
I check the the uh, vanity mirror before I step out of the car, not just because I'm vain, because I don't want to bug in my nose when I approach you, and I don't want my breath smelling when I approach you. Well, now um, you're wearing masks, so it really don't matter, huh? Well, you know what? Listen, first, I'm, I'm glad you said this, ladies. Oh, okay. If a guy, <laughs> if a guy approaches you while you have a mask on, that man is taking one hell of a risk, because you can he is. Like, so, 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 you know what? Reward that guy because you could look like a big toe under that goddamn mask, and we'll never fucking know until it's too late. Y'all I tell you what, y'all need to do a better job of appreciating the risk we're taking while approaching y'all these damn masks. Oh my up, god! You... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, you're right. Okay, but yeah, yeah, y'all need to cut us some slack. Wait, we're taking a risk wow. too. Oh, yeah, this is mask, mask face or what do you call it? Mask yeah. fish. If mask I approach some when I when I approach somebody. I take the mask fucking off. Teeth and shit. Okay. I, I take the mask off and I approach somebody because I don't want you thinking I look like who did it and what for. This is how I look, and you are able to get you. You are able to get. I guess make a, a conscious decision whether I'm going to continue talking to this cat. And I don't want to have to guess what he looks like. Because okay, so my mask, you to take the mask down a little bit. I, you I, take the mask down. <laughs> but yeah. what if she doesn't? What if she does not take the mask down? You're going to continue to pursue her? Yeah. Like, you're going to see Shrek later. I'll, I'll find out later. I'll find out later. And if those calls and texts are coming in fewer and fewer, then your ass found out why. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you would never say that to her, right? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I wouldn't no. do that. You wouldn't. You wouldn't she'll, get, she'll get the hand, though. Maybe. Damn. Hopefully. No, I think this is a real dilemma because I've seen people with these masks on and I'm like, oh, oh, nice. You know, it's usually like the vendor guys outside the grocery store or something. I'm like, oh, he's cute with the little mask on. No. Right. No, he's not. <laughs> Teeth, <laughs> grill. We forget this, you know, there's so much in this part of the face that yes. the eyes aren't enough. Like maybe she got beautiful green eyes, but that grill. That grill. Yeah. Teeth like are very this. important. We not getting the breath anymore. The bad right. breath is not prevalent. Right. So, definitely, I, I don't know. I don't know. Have just, you, have you been dating during down. the pandemic? Have you been dating during the pandemic, Sean? I had one dating ship during the pandemic, and she was batshit crazy. Now, why was she, why are you calling her crazy? Why is she crazy? Not crazy, uh, batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, tisk, I don't want to, I don't want to put a business out there, but. I, I'm not. The, I, I, I'm not one to exaggerate. So if I say we something, you can pretty name. much take it to the bank. I almost uh -huh. said it. Um, okay. <laughs> he almost said it. I almost said it. Um, my definition of bad shit crazy is you probably done something that should have made the news. You know <gasps> what? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, and again, I'm not the one to. Exaggerate and you didn't have anything to do with it. That, no. 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 I don't. I don't leave anybody on. I, I don't do that. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'm not fin I'm not going to paint a picture of something that is actually not. Okay. See what I'm saying? So if you ask me a question, don't ask me something with the anticipation I'm going to say what you want to hear. I'm not wired like that. See, that's what I was saying. Like, don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to, right? Exactly. Right. 
So if this isn't going in the direction you want it to go in, or if this is not moving along as fast as you want it to move along, then you have a decision to make. I don't have to adhere to your way of thinking. I say that in the book. I don't have to get along with how mm -hmm. you like to have things done. No one dictates to me, which is the beauty of being single. So in that regard, in that sense, she's not just the first woman I've come across like that. I've come across a few that I'm not moving as fast as they would like for me to. The reason being mm -hmm. is because if I'm dating for purpose or if I'm dating you for purpose, my next girlfriend is going to be my wife. She needs to understand that going in. I'm not going to find my wife in three months. There are some things I'm going to have to experience with you to find out for certain if you're the one. And I'm not saying it's going to take three months, six months, nine months, so much, whatever. I'm just saying I move a tad bit more um, detailed than the average strategy. person or the average man. Does. There's a lot of strategy in the way I move. And I feel that. you probably think... Oh. I'm it, right? I don't give a shit about how well we get along. I give a shit about what your values are. That's what's that's the glue that's gonna hold us together when things start getting tough. If we don't value the same things, we're not gonna last. Um I, you can't just check off a few of my boxes. You have to check off most, if not all of them. So my criteria may be a tad bit different from the average guy you're dating. That said, if if your objective is to find a boyfriend and my objective is to find a wife, we're on two mm. different avenues. Yes. Right? You can find a boyfriend at any corner. I can't find a wife on any corner. Right. So our paths are different. They they don't mirror, they don't they don't match one another. That causes an issue. And mm -hmm. I'm I think I'm fluent enough in the English language to explain to you why this shit ain't working. It's not working because <laughs> you were trying to find a goddamn boyfriend. I'm not just trying to be nobody's boyfriend. Again, well, you gonna be somebody's boyfriend for a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. Like I said, she has to understand that if, hey, if I'm asking you to be my girlfriend, you do understand what I'm asking you in the long term, right? So I'm right. not just looking for a girlfriend if I'm dating for purpose. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for something with some marital status later on down the line. So you just mostly in the I waiting like room. That. That makes sense. Okay. I do oh. like that. Okay. I do like that. So I've been so, watching. Well, the show, the show Ready to Love is back. Yeah, and they're in Houston so. again. And one of the guys, it. he's he, yeah, you need to watch it. One of the guys was saying something similar to you where he was like, um, you know, I move a little slower and I'm not one of the women is very like aggressive with her um she she what's the word what do you say victoria like she leads with sex she okay. leads with it she kind of she you know all the the innuendos and all of the uh you know the touching and like touching his face and stuff and the guy was like you know she's beautiful and i'm interested in her but she's leading with something that to me isn't it's not painting her in the best light Mm -hmm. And apparently she was like a preacher's wife before. So maybe she's, a, maybe she was a little repressed and now she feels like she needs to kind of lead with that. So she knows, so that they know that I will be having sex. I'm interested in sex and this will be a sexual relationship. But I think everybody, I think everybody can assume that most times. Mm -hmm. So his point was valid to me. And I'm not the type of person that leads with sex. Like I'm gonna lead with humor. I'll lead with some facts. I'll lead with, I don't know, some goofiness maybe, but. 
there was the other woman that was a comedian who everybody was getting the homegirl vibe from. She wasn't leading with sex. She was very serious and very like conscious of what she was trying to bring to the table and not, not trying to be the clown, not trying to be the, the home girl. And she still ended up coming off that way to everybody. She's funny. Naturally. The problem with leading with sex, and I guess this is different the older you get. The problem mm -hmm. with leading with sex is, okay, what they fucking do. You know, I can get pushed by just something to eat. That's not, you're not doing anything out of the norm. You're not doing anything out of the ordinary. The same that I can get in you, I can get in my hand. You're going to have to bring something else that's going to excite me, catch my attention, and hold my attention. So leading with sex, it's almost as if this is the best I have to offer. This is the number one attribute I have to offer. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm 39. You gonna have, like that doesn't move me. I can mm -hmm. get sex before I can get something seriously. You got that has and any man can say that. I think that applies to any man, the average man, right? So if if you especially if you're talking to a guy who probably has some options, you're talking to a guy who yeah. probably has some status about himself, maybe whatever the case may be. Okay, you bring sex. Wow, big yeah. fucking whoop. I can yeah. definitely you know. appreciate a man who's that's what he was saying. A pussy, a, a pussy prowl for sure. Right. Yeah, because I mean, who yeah. wants to be with somebody who's impressed by vagina? Like, there's vagina everywhere. Right, exactly. right, and that just shows me how much you don't get it. Cause... Right. It it makes me wonder what else you have to offer, but if because you you probably leading with sex because that's probably important to you, right? One yeah, I think that's what she was saying. Do, yeah, one thing we don't do in dating is we don't prioritize, or we we're not honest about our prioritization as it relates to what boxes need to be checked off. If sex is really, really important to you, then you probably lead off with that. So I get it. I'm not saying you should deviate from your process. Well, you probably should if the shit isn't working. But if, if that, well, I've right. had a woman, you, you are I've had a woman tell me that. I've had a woman tell me that she told me I was, you know, putting sex off. Like, hey, we probably shouldn't sleep together right now because what we're doing isn't strong enough to sustain sex. And mm -hmm. she was like, well, listen. And she was like, hey, listen, I like you a lot, and sex is really important to me so there's no reason for me to continue to like you and continue to like you even more and you suck in bed i need to find out now i had no comeback for that oh no. i was just about to say I, that's valid that's valid yeah that's whether she was but also that. your connection can be i don't know like just jumping into it just to find out you're not going to get the best type right. of sex right. you're just going to get how they how they have sex with themselves more than likely you that's a hell of a point especially if um you are a person that ties emotions and feelings to sex um yeah. you're not going to get the full experience after three weeks i don't think you are um i think for people who just you know sex is sex man shit, it probably wouldn't matter to them but the people who like to tie emotions feelings thoughts and our souls intertwining and shit like that you're not going to get the best experience you're not right. going to maximize that experience. And I don't see what the waste would be if you... I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess I could see it being it feeling like a waste to a person who sex is important to but, waiting and then getting it and it's not it's not what they wanted. It's not you know, it doesn't live up to whatever expectations they have. Right. So maybe they might feel like their time is wasted, but uh, you got something out of it—a friendship. But how many uh, times? But how many times is the like you know first time 
sex like really just like you know sparks and all these things not to say it's not but you know you're you're you're, you're learning someone's body you're getting acclimated with somebody and the things that they like and i mean that that takes time so to to judge it off of the first time you know and i think what you really care about somebody really love them learn them and things like that and sex and come like phenomenal so i think that that's kind of to get it out the way to see you know if it's good or not like okay what yeah i mean that's intense like you're not gonna get what's good about their sex right so quickly right and that too because some women just want to be pounded for an hour and that to me is not good sex but to them it is i'm I'm available for those ladies that's it that's that's it that's what we're giving out over here is just bang 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 you funny man okay so i had read this thing or a friend sent me this thing i want your opinion on um well i'll ask you this question do you do you believe that men love more deeply than women I believe in the end they do, yeah. I don't think they start out with that, but in the end they do, yeah. Okay. I think it's, uh, go ahead. I think it's given, I think it's shown differently, a man versus a woman. But yeah, because all of the things a man has to pour into a woman for the relationship to be successful and or to keep her happy, he has to do a lot. So if he's willing to do because you know, love is an action word, right? So mm-hmm. okay. um I'm I'm of the mindset that the woman when you talk about what somebody gets out of a relationship or being married, what the woman gets doubles what the man gets. So if he's willing to co he if he's willing to sign up for that number one and be very good at it, number two, he's loving you very, very hard and very, very deeply. Hmm. Okay. I feel I like that. I like what I like that. There's this one aspect to that that I have an issue with when we when it comes to children because these this is my thing about men and children like men they they want to be fathers just as much as women want to be mothers right however the baby ain't coming out your body mm-hmm. and when I hear men say certain things like I want four children mm. um to me that seems a little more. Like that doesn't have anything to do with love. That doesn't. That's just an idea that you have in your head, right? Already. Right. But you, you can't execute that on your own. I mean, a woman can have four children on her own if she got the means to. Right. Right. I mean, I, I guess a man can adopt four children if he wants to have four children, um, or impregnate four women on the same night. I don't know. But that's one of those things that kind of gets to me. I don't know. I'm, I don't know where I was going with that, but. I just need to put that out there because, because, because when it says like men love more deeply, I'm just like, but when it comes to these children, um, coming out of my body, why do you think that's a, uh, that's a barometer based on how deeply you love? Because I feel like, I feel like giving birth is a, is a love act. It's an action. Like you do that. Maybe you're doing it because you want children and okay, fine. Or but you you're also doing it because you want to have their children. Or but you had a fun in, you think are born? irresponsible Yeah, right. Night. Right. How um, many babies do you think are born out of wedlock? Somebody was drunk. Or... Right, 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 right. Being right. born out right. of wedlock right. is right. Right. love, though. Well, you know, that doesn't get that um Not drunk, yes. Okay. But even the action of, maybe maybe this is more equating to like a relationship. Um, 
love more than like okay. the capacity of love because mm-hmm. i'm just thinking like a woman has a baby like who like who, like what's bigger love than that you know what i mean I, like I that's deep shit I think what you're saying carries more weight when you meet a woman and she's already had a child or two and she's experienced this. And if mm, she's going to go back okay. down that road again, then yeah. Yes. Because I, I know women who've had a child or two and I ain't having no more kids. And if I have another kid, then blah, 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 blah. What I take from that is this motherfucker going to have to be this shit. <laughs> she's going to have to really love this dude a whole lot to have a yes. kid. Like if you That's what I'm going through that. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah. probably did. Yeah. I guess on that shelf, um, cause this, this whole thing, this woman wrote, she said, men understand that love takes time. Men do not base their love off of the way a woman makes them feel. Men do not allow romance to dictate their decision-making on a spouse. Um, men understand what love truly is. Romance isn't love. Date nights, vacations, trips aren't expressions of love. They are perks of companionship. Women take the perks and think they are in love because they are basing their love off of pseudo actions. Um, love should never be based on the perks of a relationship. Once the perk stops, the love stops. You agree? I felt like you would agree with this. I think that's partly true. Um, I think if a man, like, you know, you, you're talking about the perks of it. If I'm the one who's issuing out the perks, then what does that really say? I could be issuing out these perks to any damn body. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of what you may deem a perk, but anybody could be getting that. If I'm solely giving them out to you, then, because I'm not giving time out. Oh, what happened? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Somebody called. I probably did call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you back? Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not giving out those perks to just any goddamn. But it, it, I mean, again, this this is one of those things that's um, it, it, a lot of it has to do with age. So you find out um, how much more valuable your time is, how much more the you find out the value of the dollar the older you get. So mm-hmm. you're you're more conscious as it relates to how you divvy this out. So if I'm giving you these perks, that should say, I don't know how much it should say, but it should say something about the the the, the situation between those two people. Yeah. Um, I guess this is more, a, this is like a post about how women and men like, exp- I don't know, I don't know, express love or feel love. Because um, this is a woman writing this. Yeah, like I think women fall faster, but men fall harder. Mm-hmm. But, but what does that mean? Like more deeply, men. like emotionally, um, mentally. Yeah, all of that. I think, like he was saying, I think that, like in the end, that's when it kind of comes out. Um, you know, because like they say, like when you know couples break up, like the the men kind of just start to like. I mean, I'm not. This is just a general statement. Of course, everybody's different but mm-hmm. like generally like the men will kind of start to like rebound um you know like right away and the women may take their time you know healing so like after a couple months the woman's healed or after you know some time the woman could be healed and then the man is like damn you know it, it hits him that like he lost that right and 
Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, I feel like men, unfortunately, um, are much more are much quicker to put themselves out there when they're not ready. Like you saying, like in your book, you're saying, so you you think you're ready. Like, I think a lot of men give themselves a week. Uh, too much credit. Oh, sorry. What you mean, like <laughs> after a breakout? Yeah, like a week to well, kind of lick their wounds. And then they're like, well, I got to, I'm not over this, but I got to get, I got to put my, I got to, I, I got to do something. The thing about it is, and it's, it's, it's funny, and I've seen this happen a lot. At the end of a relationship, the woman feels it immediately. The guy doesn't feel it immediately. So he's more, he thinks he's more prepped to get out there and do right. it. And right. then it's like a slow pain that grab the, 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 the like reality sets in. And then the pain sneaks up on him. Where by the pain, by the time the pain is snuck up on the man, the woman is over the shit, and she's ready to get back up. That's why you see a lot of guys come back a week later, two weeks later, months later, and try to rekindle something or try to revisit what he had with a past ex. Because reality set in, like you know what, I'm probably not going to do better than you. You know what, I probably miss you. You know what, I really do love you. So as the woman has experienced, she's gone through those emotions the moment the breakup happened or for whatever the reason, right? So by the time right. Betty come back into the play, she's already overdue. You know what I'm saying? She's gone through the most of that shit that went through the watch rent cycle. It's time for her to get back out here and do her. Guys don't feel it immediately. It takes us a while. And well, women also like break up easily. Sorry, Vic. Like they break up mentally first. Like they're, been they up. already know. Yeah, like up. they're breaking up yes. even before yep. no, no, it happens. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yep. No, ma'am. Oh. No, ma'am. I'm so sick and tired of women hanging, hanging their head on the chick. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on now. Like uh, the way a woman's is, brain works. Listen, yep. I, I agree. That does happen sometimes. I'm not saying it doesn't. Okay. I think the amount of time it happens is about this much. Because you, what women will say, they checked out mentally before they checked out physically. Meaning yeah. that when they when they cheated, they stuck around way longer mentally before they actually. That's bullshit. W- women do that shit. Because oh, I was they, talking they're, about they're, the cheater woman. Because well, that's another I think, woman. I think they, I think the, I think the two correlate because women try to women will play the fiddle of emotion to death. Meaning that it's it's said that women are more emotional creatures than men. So they. They tie to a man emotionally quicker. Uh, they show their emotions better, uh, which is why they are led to believe they're better communicators than men. All these things that women do that are tied to emotions is a crock of shit. Because <laughs> one thing I do know is the flesh is weak. Your flesh is no different than mine. Mm-hmm. What intrigues what a human is what intrigues a human. Now, I'm not saying that there are women out there who don't have morals and values and all other good shit. There are some. It's that many of them. It's not the amount that we are led to believe. The, I mean, I've said this shit before. Women cheat just as much, if not more, than men. So when we have the conversation about a woman checking out, a woman leaving emotionally or spiritually, what the fuck ever? That, that's bullshit. But it's valid. I mean, because... You know, like, like for example, there are people who extreme are going to tell you that Trump. There are people going to tell you that Trump was a good president. Does that make it no. valid? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. But what uh, I'm that, saying that, is, that means extreme that's their damn example. opinion. That means that's their damn opinion, and they are entitled to it. 
That doesn't make it right, right or right, wrong. Right. That means that's their opinion. Okay, but an extreme example, and this is going to be obvious, okay, but if there's okay. a woman and she's being physically abused, right. obviously she's got to take some mental prep and before she can actually get out, she's got to she's got to find the apartment. She's got to like make sure she has a job lined up. She's got to make sure there's money like she has her own separate bank account. Mm -hmm. Like there's these there's these things that have to happen. Mm -hmm. So she in the meantime she yeah, she's still getting her ass beat. But mentally she's somewhere else. Yeah, mentally she's divorced. Mentally she's divorcing and she's she's out of here, but she's not physically right. out yet. Right, right. The nigga's dead to her. And like you said, that is an extreme example. It's an extreme. I just say I'm just talking about the concept of my brain is doing things that my body's not doing yet. Right. So I know that this is over. I know it's ending. I know it, but I have to get out of it first before it can actually end in reality. You know? No so I feel like that same kind of thing kind of in a less extreme um, happens when mm, in a general relationship where there is no abuse. Oh, he bounced for a second. He'll be back. I just feel like that happens in general relationships. Women are generally trying to and they're also trying to like talk themselves in back into it in some yeah. certain way mm -hmm. to me like you know what i mean like, like you don't want to leave so quick don't be so hasty maybe 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 not maybe this is okay yeah. you know maybe you're yeah maybe you're overreacting maybe you're being too emotional yeah. uh you know uh maybe it'll change or uh, yeah. yeah 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 but in the meantime yeah. i'm also you know leaving some breadcrumbs over here and telling my parents and you know Telling my best friends that I'm I'm still thinking about this, but maybe right. maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. I mean, I, and I think though too, like if we're just you know generally speaking, you know, a lot of times like women are um, you know kind of taking care of the household and things like that. So I think sometimes mm -hmm. men are like aloof. Certain yeah. Things. So if a woman is you know, taking care of all these things, like, she's a preparer, she's a planner, it's like, of course she's gonna, she's not just gonna, like, unless something super, you know, maybe something very drastic happened this night, pulled a gun, or, you know, something like that, whatever, and it's like, okay, I gotta fucking go now, um, mm -hmm. but, aside, you know, aside from that, like, yeah, she's, she's making a, she's, she's making a plan, she's making a plan, making a plan Stan, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, but that's just the general. What do I know? You know not <laughs> right. <laughs> we're not women, you know. We don't know. I mean, we're talking about. That's not that men never do that or anything like that either. But. All right. All right. I feel bad about GH. Okay. We're going to get him, though. We will. But he's on our list. He's yes, you're on the list, GH. Yeah. <laughs> we promise. Um, yeah, so you know, I feel my I feel my point is valid, and that's it. Let me think about the next. I don't know if I really like as far as like are women more emotional? Men are absolutely very fucking emotional. I, I just think we express our emotions differently, so I can't say like one's more emotional than the other. Um, I think we're probably tied in I think that. Men, men hide it. Um, for various reasons, they want to seem macho. They want to seem. They want to. I think a lot of it has to do with leverage. 
But yeah, manhood right. more because that's the macho thing to do. Yes. That's the acceptable thing and to you, do with the manhood. You talked about that in the book, the leverage. Once a woman um, exposes her emotions, she loses her leverage. Yep. I feel that. Right. Women control dating. And um, women control dating, and they and once they show that they like this cat, or they feel as if once they show their hand, all bets are off. They're in trouble, and that's why I think a lot of women string string men along. Hmm. Okay, but then you say that, but then you talked about like chasing versus courting. Right. So different. Um. But if a woman, if a woman ex- exposes herself and loses her leverage, then why would she not, you know, let him chase her? Let him why chase her? Chase you? Say that again. Why would you want somebody to chase you? So that they don't lose their leverage. I don't know. That that's correct. Well, first of all, you you want to get that person's representative to leave as soon as possible. You do that by mm-hmm. showing your hand. You do that by making that person as comfortable with you as you possibly can. You can't do that if you allow that man to chase you because his representative is still there. You're not going to find out who mm-hmm. that cat truly is until you let go of some of that leverage and that and and allow him to let his guard down, or at least allow allow for the representative to leave. So you can't expedite the price, or you're really dragging it along. You want to because you don't want to waste your time, right? You're no. not going to find okay, so- out if you're waiting. Go ahead. So, so define the difference between chasing and courting for the people who have not read your book. It's all reciprocal. If you are, if you're dating and that person is reciprocating energy, then you're courting. If you're chasing, that means you're doing all most of the heavy lifting. You're doing the brunt of okay. the work. You're doing most of the texting. You're doing most of the calling. You're doing most of the reaching out. You're doing most of the engaging. Okay. Um, physical appearances and things of that and that that's changing. Now, <clears throat> my question or my next question is for as a man, you know, you keep saying, look, all these men, it's not just you, telling women to shoot they shot, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> The shooting of the shot is never quite explained in a way that makes sense for a woman because women don't think like that. Cause you're, I've heard you say like the chances are higher, you know, the probability is much higher. Um, if a woman shoots her shot, right, 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 right. That's right. But these men aren't out here necessarily aware or even, ready to be shot at I told you many times these men don't even know they're being hit on they don't even know what's happening and therefore their reaction is very lax and therefore the woman loses interest because I'm not going to be I'm not going to just keep putting myself out there and you not picking up on it without me literally opening my 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 dress and saying hello I'm interested in you (laughs) Jesus I don't know you're interested in me until you goddamn say it. You don't start talking about food and then a person automatically assumes you're hungry. If you're interested, you say it. 
hey what's your phone number hey how are you what's your name i'm i'm blah can i that's how a man knows y'all stare at a nigga and think he's supposed to know you compliment him on his shirt think he's supposed to know you engage in kind of think in conversation think he's supposed to know that ain't how that shit work because if well, he why not? that it'd be a lot of lonely motherfuckers around here because it ain't well fun. that's why i got damn it. <laughs> it don't make no damn sense well i'm, I'm not a mind reader I'm not that damn good at reading minds. If you are interested in me, then you have to do something. You, you can't just sit here and keep talking to me and think, I'm, oh, she likes me. No, maybe she just likes to talk a lot. Shit, that, that don't mean nothing. But what you I'm like saying is that it's not explained. So do, you even like, do, you like being, do you like being shot at? Do you like women shooting a shot at you? Some men don't even Hell like yeah. it. Yeah, it, 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 again, we're talking about that with men. Hell yeah, because at that point it cuts out a lot of the goddamn hard work I got to do. Now I know she's interested. If I know you're interested, it's go time. Versus okay. me having to, I don't, I don't want to say, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I'm listening, go ahead. I don't want to have to tiptoe around. I don't, again, I don't want to say eggshells, but I'm guessing. I'm really shooting shots in the dog. I'm just swinging with a blindfold on because I don't know how you're receiving what I'm, what I'm throwing out there. But if you tell me, then I'm going to change my course. You dig? You are going to be able uh -huh. to receive. You you're going to be able to receive more of me in a fashion that you wouldn't have prior to me guessing and wondering and not knowing. Okay. This so is, is that this like is a the fear? thing, though. Okay, go ahead. Well, my thing is this: the explanation of how to how to do it. <laughs> is not explained in a way that women can understand. Men just say what you just said. Just do it. Just say. It. Just ask me for my number. Just, just tell me you like me. That's not how women operate. What the hell is so hard about that? So Rejection is hard about that. Th and that women right. are not. We're not. We're not set up. Wait. wait like stop, that. Stop. Flag on the plate. Pause. Wait. Wait. <laughs> goddamn minute. You gonna sit here and talk to a man about being rejected? No, but but men are set up for it. There's so much, there's so much support, support. You know, there ain't no support for a woman you out here getting rejected. Support for? group. You want to know why we're set up for it? You want to have the conversation about why mm -hmm. we're set up for it? Mm -hmm. Because y'all don't do it, so we're used to it. We have no okay. fucking choice. That's okay. Why so we're what I'm saying? That's what I'm rejected. saying. Over the course of history. That's what's happened, right? So now this is where Listen, we are. Man, women cannot pick and choose and <laughs> want to be old fashioned. That that ain't from the fly. Fuck that. No, that, I'm not that talking about. I'm not talking about old fashioned. I'm talking about over the course of it, history until now. Right, over the course of history has taught us that the man should be the aggressor in these situations, and women have hung on that in, in their fear of rejection. I'm telling right. you, I said in the book, fear of rejection is going to have your ass get sending congratulatory text messages and in, in, in Instagram. Uh, uh, quotes mm. to mm. somebody else who got married to somebody else that you wanted. You sitting here waiting around waiting for somebody to pick up on. I don't have ESP. I'm over. I don't have ESP. I don't know what the hell you're thinking, and I'm not trying to figure it out. The one that just said something, me, I know exactly what she wants. Oh my gosh, it's just These so. And they and, you, and it's I, a bunch of them. <laughs> I just don't I, know why it has to be so you. quite so direct in your face like i have to literally flash you like why can't why the hell all of these things i'm doing well, it, it, hey 
all these things I'm doing. I, if I if I'm inviting you over for dinner, or I'm what making sure that things? we walk out together every day, or I'm making sure that you know we text every weekend, or I don't know. I'm just saying, women do yeah, women do put themselves out there. It's just in a different it, way. That's a double standard. That, well, there that's you go. That's a double standard. I don't, I don't give a yeah. shit about that different way. That's a double standard. If a man did that. You be stringing his ass along for as long as you probably string his ass along. Wanna know why? Because this stupid ass ain't decided to say nothing. Well, listen, you keep walking me to my goddamn car if you want to. Thanks for making sure I got here safely. You keep inviting me over these motherfucking free dinners. I'm gonna keep eating. You better open your goddamn mouth. That's so mean. I mean, my God, like how come how come there's no under like I don't get it. It's like it's just like it's like there was a flag being waved. So you're it's doing desperate. All of this. It's desperate is what it you is gonna, for a woman. So it's desperate. Desperate. You gonna you gonna sit and tell me you gonna half ass the job because you're scared of rejection? That's no, that's different. That's different. We're talking about love. Like I'm talking. I don't give a fuck about no other area. A woman will go for it, okay? But in this area, women are fearful because I mean, there's a lot of women. There's a lot of factors to it. It's not just about the rejection. There's other things to it too. But I think the main thing is rejection. Women. One one thing I've learned on this earth is a woman values her opinion more than she values her next brother. And it's crazy to me that you were sitting here trying to explain to me how a woman will pick and choose when she gives her opinion about something. That the, the math ain't mapping. Something is wrong here. You are telling me that you will uh, at, at, at a drop of a dime you would defy you would defy block <laughs> you would defy conventional wisdom based off of you not wanting to be rejected that makes sense to you i'll i'll to protect your precious little pride and ego and shit. it's not even about that though i'm just saying the recovery from it is not the same from the rejection the from men and women the recovery from what from the rejection from the rejection I'm telling you, if a if a man and a woman go out and they both get rejected, the man is gonna in, within that hour try again. The woman is not. I, I, I that, support women should Maybe she need to grow the fuck up. Maybe she need maybe, maybe she need to grow some hair on her goddamn chest and quit acting like a goddamn. No, because if she grows some hair on her goddamn chest, then she's a man, and now she, now you definitely don't want her. Now she's aggressive. Now she's too much. You know. Yeah, you're right. Now she's a chill pet, and I'm not interested. But you get the point. I support women shooting their shot, but I, but I'm I still not proposing to no man. So there's that. Shoot your shot. But that's not. Care. I'm not even talking about proposing. That's you already got the I man. Know. I'm talking about. I, I still no. And even and, and even what Sean is talking about is like stranger to stranger. If yeah, I'm your friend, if we're already friends, if we're coworkers, or we already know each other, how the fuck am I gonna say that I like you without, without like having to be that direct? If I don't know which way it's gonna go, like that's I don't want to lose my friend. That, I don't want to make you feel your, awkward. You don't want to lose your friend. You don't want to you, you lose your. But you're you're risking not gaining a lifelong partner because you don't want to lose a friend. I tell you what. You yeah, I lost a lifelong friend, and now I don't have a lifelong that. partner either. Now I lost both. <laughs> the biggest the biggest risk is not taking one. The biggest risk is not taking one. And all this shit is a risk. Whether he even even whether he approaches you, all this shit is a risk. And you were sitting okay. there telling me to because of uh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So have you ever had a woman that you're friends with shoot their shot at you? You um curve them, decline, whatever, but you guys were still able to maintain like a valid friendship. 
Yes. More than did one. it take some time? Well, I wonder okay, how she it... felt about that. And did it take some time for you guys to kind of get yeah, back? Yeah, no, or... that's a great question. That's a great question. It didn't. It didn't take any time on my end. I went along, you know, business as usual. But of I course, it didn't take no time on your end. How long did it take her <laughs> to get over it? Point. Right, but taken. you know what? Where is this level? Where is this level of concern when y'all reject the fuck out of us routinely, religiously, every goddamn day? You're not being consistent here. No, I just said y'all are set up for no, the, no, it we, more you know, than we, we are. Like I don't. I don't I'm not saying you like it. I'm not saying you like it. I'm just saying y'all are set up for it much more than women are set we up are for it because we're not given that kind of encouragement that, in life. That that you, wait, hold on. You're set up to win here, so you're going to tell me you don't, you're not receiving type of encouragement to be rejected. How do you encourage somebody to be rejected? You tell them to shoot their shot over and over and over their whole life, not just when they become 40 and fucking keep reading that desperate. keep reading that chapter of the book if you need some goddamn encouragement. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, but what I'm saying is you're not here with me. You're not you're not the devil on my shoulder or the angel over here. Like I, I have to go through it. I don't have but, either, but if there's something in, if there's something I'm trying to obtain. How am I, I? I cannot expect it to fall in my lap. I have to no, go get no, it. No, no, I know, but I'm just no. saying that the way that women go get it is different, and it doesn't read. It the is. Way women I'm not go saying it's it right, different. and I'm not saying it's working. I'm just saying this is what it is. I'm just stating the. I'm just stating the reality. I'm not saying that you're it's working it's and that right. it's right. I'm not saying it's working, but you will continue to do it. Or not? I don't want to continue to do it. I want to shoot my shot. Okay. What I'm telling you is, I'm not set up for it. I have not been encouraged my entire life right. to shoot my shot with men. It's not, it's, it's not the same because when women, women, I think, kind of set like targets in a sense. Like, so if they're going to really talk to somebody, they probably really want to talk to them. With men, it's like, and I've seen it happen. If one woman shuts them down, they move right on to the fucking next and they keep exactly. on. They fucking winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's what I'm saying. Women are women are actually honing in on it. Now, I'm not saying men don't do that too, but I'm just saying like women are not just going to shoot just to shoot. Like, no, oh, well, right. I'll get one tonight. Somebody, somebody will come home with me. Like that's not what men right. that's not how women That's nobody, not how we are. Nobody, man, woman, dog, cat, child, whatever. Nobody goes into <laughs> that conversation expecting to be rejected or wanting to be rejected. The you I, I say this in the book, you catching no touchdowns standing on the sideline. So I don't know outside of walking like literally taking your hand and walking you up to the person, I don't know how much more I can motivate you or make you understand what you're potentially missing out on by trying to protect your feelings. Buy some more feelings. When you get rejected, get some more goddamn feelings. Okay, well that's not realistic. You, you, you're make, you, but what is realistic is you not making this harder than what it actually is. Because okay, you, you just made the analogy you. of like the football, the quarterback or whatever. Like you're not gonna. What'd you just right. say? You're, you're not gonna. You're not gonna, score you're not gonna catch it. You're not gonna catch a touchdown standing on the sideline. Okay, cool. I'm in the game. I never get the the fucking ball passed to me. So when you do pass it to me, I fucking drop it. <laughs> not because I'm not a good football player. Not because I ain't out here trying. Okay. 
But I it's it. the last game of the season, so, and so, I got to fucking so, I drop it. And then so what? So now, so now, so, I I so, should keep trying. Yes. So, but... so you've been out here. You've been out here all this time. You've been running these plays. Finally, the ball comes to you. You drop it. You quit. No, that's what I'm saying. No, you're not going to quit. I'm going to keep, keep playing. For, you're gonna but play you're not going to trust me the next time, and yeah. I'm not going to trust myself. The next time, I'm going to feel a little. I'm going to feel a little uh, nervous. Yeah, you know? that's when you're gonna play. That's when you're gonna play ass back. No, <laughs> that's that's when you're gonna play. They fumble. Listen, that's number one. That's a bad analogy for you to take it that uh, far. Number, uh, number two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> number two. That's another excuse. It's just another excuse. Another excuse for you to protect your feelings. And again, if protecting your feelings and your emotions and your ego is more important than your ultimate happiness, then by all means, keep protecting the motherfuckers. Guard it with your life. I'm all right, so what you. am I supposed to say? This is another thing. Like I said, it's never broken down in a way that women can understand it and utilize it to the best of their ability. It's always like, shoot your shot, ask the dude for his number or whatever. Chris, we can do this. Never meet him. Vic, you not even, we can do this. You know good and hell well how to approach a man. No, I don't. And I'm not going to lie and say that I do. Has a man, have a man, has a man ever respectfully approached you? Not in a way that I remember. No. Not in a way that I remember. Absolutely not. Sorry. I date my friends. I don't date strangers. I really don't. And whenever I do, it turns out terrible, terrible because they don't know me and I don't know them. So a man has never respectfully approached you. A man has respectfully approached me, but I didn't look at it as him hitting on me. I wasn't taking it like that. No, 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 no. I mean, when I say approached you, I mean like, hey, how you doing? I'm Greg. Uh, where's your name? Great. Are you single? Cool. Can I have your phone number? I mean like that. No, no, I don't get approached like that. Maybe that's a maybe that's a Southern thing. About, you love trying to tie shit to the South. Listen, yeah, because uh, y'all be doing hey. stuff different down there, and they be trying to tie it to the rest of the country. We ain't like that. I thought that was universal as it relates to how you. It ain't. I, mean, I, I think y'all get approached disrespectfully sometimes by disrespectful ass niggas, but at the same time, I do think there are respectful men who come to you and respectfully want to engage in conversation and want your phone number. Okay, so I'm gonna so, lie right now and say yes. So then, what's the next thing you gonna say? Do that. Do the same thing he did. It's as simple as what I just said in the in the example I gave. Hey, how you doing? I'm Chris. Can I have your name? Okay, are you single? Cool. Can I have your phone number? It's just that damn simple. It's because it's just that simple for a man. Now get it wrong. You have some man add a little flair to it, a little swag. You know, you probably tell the joke or two, whatever the case may be. But I've had entire I've held the entire conversation at the moment I was asking for the phone number. She never called me. That's happened more than once. Hell, it was what it was. Those are still good jokes. I'm still going to recycle and use them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and some, somebody's going to bite that bait. That's the oh, nature of the beast. This is, See, this is that's what I'm saying, though. That's what men think. Somebody's going to bite the bait. So just throw the bait out there and somebody will catch it, girl. Like That's not how women think. I'm literally working myself up into a frenzy just to just to cast this one little bait. Maybe there should be some accountability here. Maybe you should recondition the way you think. And, the, Maybe. and, it's, and, and it's not a man's place or even a friend's place to recondition you. Maybe you should assess what's going on. Hey, you know what? This shit ain't working. Let me try something different. 
let me stop practicing insanity and maybe I should go about this another way. You don't. That's what I'm trying to do. That's why I'm reading your book and asking you the question, because I, I recognize I'll take accountability and say, but I'm not out here like trying to be somebody's girlfriend or somebody's wife. So I don't really care, but I'm just saying like, I would like to date just, I would like to be able to say that or have the confidence of saying like, I, I feel confident asking this man, this man, not any man, this man. Listen. Because men are just any woman out here will do. And that's not how I am. I agree. Now, I, I do agree with that. My methodology behind it doesn't change. I, yeah. And that's what I mean I, when I say, though, like a woman's going to take a little bit more time because she spent, she's more invested in this working out. And when it doesn't, I mean, I got to figure out, I got to figure out who else I like. Is there anybody else out here to even like, to even bother you know, I, I, I shooting the what. shot too you know I, I, I tell you what if you if you were just that invested in that man well not invested but if you were just that intrigued by that man and you want to go and shoot your shot maybe your shot should be a little bit more elaborate maybe you should make sure it's a layup versus the shot maybe you should do your diligence to make sure that this shot is actually going to fuck in versus just throwing one up underhanded with your eyes yeah. closed. you know what i'm saying yes because i believe that i think there should be more thought into when men shoot shots, and I say that in the book as well, at the end of that, at the end of the shoot the shot chapter, that you can't just expect a DM of hate and, and, and expecting it to work, right? No, right. That needs to be something, you have to do something to stand out. Well, that even though I gave examples in the book for men and women, they were interchangeable in every chapter. I, I it, it was seldom in that book where I just attacked my sex. Not of what I said, you could apply to either sex. So if you are just that interested in that person, then your shot should be just that interesting. You should make sure you do everything you can to make sure that shot goes in. But But that's what I mean. You know, when you're trying to kind of edge in. Right. That's when I, that's what I feel is like those, those things don't necessarily get picked up on because I'm edging. Because I'm trying to feel out the situation. That, that, that's fine, but once you get a feel for it, then what? I'm, well, listen, I'm going there. Once, the once there's a, once there's a good vibe and a feeling, like it's easy. It's much easier to like just be like, yeah, like let's hang out, let's get together. There's yeah. a vibe. Let's do something. Whether you know it or not, you just walk yourself through how to do this without me even having to give you an answer. You just walk. Oh, listen, I listen. Crystal has plenty of conversations with Crystal. Okay, uh, she she <laughs> has great. plenty of conversations That's with Crystal. Great. Okay, that that, that girl is crazy, but she's lovable, and she's willing to do what she has to do. But nobody's telling her. Like I said, it's not it's not ever explained in a way that a woman can utilize it. It's explained in a way that's like in a man way, like act like a man. A lot of things are explained through trial and error. A lot of things are explained through experience. You take your lumps yeah. and you learn from them. People aren't willing to do that for their own reasons. I'm not saying I, they're good or bad. I'm saying I disagree or agree with it. But I'm just saying the world's greatest teacher is experience. If you are mm-hmm. not willing to get out there to experience things, you're not going to be able to say you've learned from or you've learned whatever. Mm-hmm. Of course, I The world agrees. It's a lot, you know, it's a lot. Um, I'm, I, you know, I'm the single woman, you're the single man. 
we're having different experiences. I'm sure you're having many more conversations than I am because I don't want to just talk to anybody. And I'm sure that you're getting hit on a lot more than I am because you're out there and you're open to it. Um, women don't approach me as sweetie. There are the vast majority of women think like you think and they hide behind that. So no, I don't get hit on more than you do. And I think I'm a hell of a kid. I'm sure you do. Cause you I don't get hit on, but I, I'm sure it happens hey, for you. You're just assuming I do, right? <laughs> I am assuming it. All right. We can agree to disagree. <laughs> Sean, what's, what do you feel like is like the most important chapter of your book? I th they're all important, but what do you feel like is the most important one? Know yourself worth. Mm, I agree with um, that. You, that that's vital. That that is to me is easily the most the most important chapter because knowing yourself worth will protect you from a lot. And more important, more importantly, the reason why I think it's so important is because you won't allow yourself to be subjected to so much bullshit that comes along with dating. And on top of that, you can't deviate from whatever you find out your self-worth to be. You can't compromise it. You can't negotiate it. You shouldn't be willing to. Um, because like I say in the book, there are times in which your confidence is going to be kicked in the nuts. And -hmm. you need to be able to withstand that swift kick in the nuts. You're knowing your self-worth, nothing eases the pain of a nut shot, but you're able to get past it more quicker. You know what I'm saying? You you're able when when people try to play you yourself, knowing and being cognizant of what's going on around you, won't allow that to happen. At least not continually. At least not consistently. You have to know your self worth because I think people have like you know people have credit scores, and people have a self worth score floating around their head, and it's invisible. But you know your credit score is really it, it tells you what you're entitled to to certain things in life. Well, your self-worth does the same damn thing. You're probably not entitled to that person. Yeah, your score isn't high enough. Or you know what your score is. So how are you entitled to whatever? You have to be honest with yourself and know that score. Knowing your self-worth is priceless. And it, it, it's it's imperative that we all do a self-assessment. And it's imperative that we don't, once you get that number, either you're going to improve on it or you're going to remain stagnant. If you remain stagnant, people aren't going to respect that number nobody respects a low number right which is why people continue to get pissed on and played with and fucked over well i know myself and i'm not willing to compromise it for a single solitary soul i will stay single and rape myself every night if that's the goddamn case i've never been raised but i'm not willing to compromise myself work okay do you think there's a there's a such thing as like an imbalance like someone knows their self-worth but maybe doesn't realize um, some of the shit they could put on somebody else. And let me try to rephrase that. Um, I guess, okay, so if, if two people are dating and one knows their self-worth and then one doesn't, that really does create an imbalance because it's like, okay, I know what I'm going to deal with and not going to deal with, and but I may bestow some stuff on you that I wouldn't tolerate. But yeah, because I think people are selfish. So, or at least I think people can be selfish. So yeah, I think there is an imbalance. And I do think it's, it's a double-edged sword. Like people are definitely aware of what they are worth, but they don't too much care about anything outside of that. 
although they know how they arrived at their self-worth and things of that nature. Even if that number is fabricated, right? They could be just fucking lying to themselves. Whatever the heaven they, right. they arrived at, how they got there, they definitely will subject somebody to the behavior that they wouldn't tolerate themselves. Okay. So I was watching this video yesterday of this young man, and he was saying that uh, he's not, like, going, if he takes a woman out, like, on a date or whatever, he's not going to go to her door and, you know, knock on her door to bring her out. He's not going to open up her door. He is just going to text you here. And he's expecting you to come out. And like and guy. he's like, what? what? No. <laughs> really? Like this guy. <laughs> Why? Listen, I'm not saying I do that, but where in the hell does this, um, where in the hell does this you're supposed to do this shit come from? Like the entitlement of you're supposed to open my door and there's a certain way you go about doing these things. Why? For what? Okay, because you're you the only person that's door. benefiting from Who's benefiting from that? Okay. So, so why in the hell? Is something wrong with your hand? So why in the hell should I care about how you got this damn car in this building? Ain't nothing wrong with your hand and okay, on your feet. Okay, but what if you open? Okay, but what if you open my door and I reach over and open your door? Like that's the benefit. Like that's like a right. Well, you could open my door. You could open my door first. Then, first of all, number one, oh. you just say it don't happen. What you say it doesn't happen. Number two, you could open my goddamn door first. Again, I'm not saying I co-sign that because that's not something I do. I'm a gentleman. I open doors. I pull out chairs or whatnot. But at the same token. If I was to see a guy not do that, hear about it, I'm high five and that motherfucker and everything because who says you're supposed to? Why? Why? Why do we have to continually do things? But why, do, as men, do we have to continually do things to where women are the sole beneficiary of it? Like, why the hell should we be jumping to open your damn door, man? Fuck you, man. Open that goddamn door and shit wrong with your hands. Open that door. Why should we continually be subjected to that way of thinking? You, nobody can explain to me why. Outside of jail, because I, I want you to do it because it's nice, it's, you're a gentleman. So fucking white. Yeah. They don't benefit nobody but you. Uh, I well, think politeness benefits us all. Yes. <laughs> what, what and I okay, so how do, you, how do you feel if you go into the store? This pissed me off. If you walk into the store, you're behind somebody and they just, they don't hold the door for you. Like, that shit don't bother you. That's rude as fuck. I don't care one way or the other. I'm going to get in there so it doesn't really bother me. It's not a, okay, it's not a pet peeve well. of mine. I think it's just about um, politeness, and I think politeness is yeah. unfortunately um, not something that but, but, you know we're, we're taught. We're taught politeness as widespread. children, but we're not taught that it's um, but, a requirement so on, in life. Hold on, it's hold not. on. We're talking about chivalry, not politeness. But yeah, no, I'm talking about politeness. Yeah, but what? she was talking about chivalry. Those two don't intertwine. No, no, no. She just asked. She just asked about the door. Somebody just letting right. the door close that's, on you. That's I, I'm, rude. I'm that's not you, polite. I'm telling y'all, that's not the same thing. Those two, those two don't marry each other. Oh. What, I'm, oh, what okay. I'm telling you is, if I get what you're saying, shit, but like, he admitted but, that chivalry was dead, but he's the yeah, one. Yeah, he is dead. Okay. No, women killed Why? it. No, chivalry is dead. Women killed it because doing those things now viewed as thirsty. Women are very unappreciative. That because the, the sense of entitlement comes into play, women kill shivery and it's disco dead. I'm not going to do anything for anybody who's unappreciative. I'm not going to do anything for anybody who doesn't appreciate what I'm doing. For that. That's crazy as fuck because you wouldn't do it. <clears throat> women kill shivery because now if you jump, I don't mind complimenting women. I'll jump in your DM and tell you that's a nice outfit. You look nice. We can't compliment women because now it's looked at as being thirsty. 
Well, I think uh, I wouldn't say that. thirsty. I think mm. a compliment is one thing, but I think it, you know, a compliment is one thing. Okay. But to keep going, that might be something different. That might be thirsty. But I also think that it definitely is a chivalrous thing because what? Say it. You can't sit here and say if it goes on, that's being thirsty. <coughs> Excuse me. If it continues to go thirsty. on, if you, if you give me a compliment, say thank you. Okay, and I keep walking, and you just going on and on and on and on, and I'm not really Maybe. returning anything to you. You don't think that's thirsty? I think that men believe that women give off in your windows or try harder. And I don't know if they got that from movies or music or whatever the case may be. But if a man wants to shoot his shot, then he's gonna go have about he goes about shooting the shot. Shooting the shot shouldn't be viewed as being thirsty. Continually shooting your shot when um, I decline your that, advance is not thirsty. Right. Now I'm not going to say that that's not thirsty. Not saying that, but to to that point, there are success stories of guys. Uh, there are there are the Steve Urkels, the guys who tried continuously and he ended up winning in the end. So guys hang on that, they hang their hat on that, hoping that you know what should come around eventually. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like feminism may have killed but, chivalry. But I told but, you that I told you in the book, stop DMing her thirty six times. She saw the first thirty seven. I'm sorry, she saw the first thirty five. Don't continue. I, I I've advised men not to do that. The women, if they doing it, don't do that shit either. I would agree. I advise that too. Okay. Well, that seems like a nice note to end on. Um, don't be thirsty. Don't be thirsty. Um, this was kind of a figure it out episode. Do it yourself. <laughs> DIY. So we love you guys. We appreciate everybody who stopped in and said hello. Um, we're back, guys. So, you know, send us your thoughts, your comments. My DMs are always lit. So, keep it that way. And we love you. And thank you, Thanks Sean. Thanks for coming on, Sean. Yes, thank you. You guys, uh, yeah, you guys can, um, you guys can read the book we're just over here talking about. So, you say you want to start dating. Available exclusively on Apple Books. Um, and we don't know what the next show will be, but <laughs> we're just winging we'll it back. <laughs> yeah we're winging it we're here we love you guys and yeah, we'll be back next time bye bye